Welcome back. Glad coming. Bienvenidos todos. Como esta ma familia, mi familia. Bueno. Anyway, um. <clears throat> Thanks for what is it? Three thirty-six k. Um, officially a third of a million. Um, listeners on this podcast. So thanks for that, law enforcement. No, that's all it is. <laughs> anyway, let's see what's up with Modest Touch. See if Diaper Donald's gone to fucking prison yet. No. But uh, so it's like uh, watching a car crash in reverse. <laughs> Slow motion reverse. It's like, when the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I accidentally just liked a James Taylor song. I'm not into that. Here's something that's very inspirational. When you're desperate for greatness, can nobody stop you? Can nobody get in your way? The devil's a liar. Thank you. Thanks for the words of wisdom. Um, make the hood smile. And I, um, kind of screwed up. I made it this video. I'm Krista, and applying to be an original content producer for Gaia. This would be a dream job for me, as I'm a passionate consumer of all of Gaia's programming. In fact, I've got three quarters. Hits and subscribers to all my content on my podcast. Three quarters of a million. Politics and... I meant one third. And I put like 24 hour compilations of all the latest breaking news, Midas Touch. I consider it a form of public service. And besides politics, I'm running for president and sheriff in Tucson, Arizona. My other great Go, passion uh, is archaeology and ancient history. And I've listened to probably thousand Gaia shows. That's me playing guitar in the background. I do, uh, on my podcast, I do some commentary. I, I, um, I've i actually contacted Graham Hancock and we befriended can make each other soundtracks. As, as well as Dylan Carson and I follow Regina and David Wilcox and all the, all the great. And one of the things I would propose as a, an original content producer is please let me be uh, Graham Hancock's Let me be or and or a group of Gaia experts that go around the world and they put their heads together and brainstorm about solutions to you know answers to questions that come up about these ancient ancient sites like Gobekli Tepe. And I congratulate hats off, hats off to Graham Hancock for discovering civilizations off the coast of Japan and India. It's a very exciting time in archaeology and learning about our ancient hi- human history. I've been involved in education. I'm an award-winning teacher and scholar. <clears throat> and Oxford, comic and Berkeley, musician. Taipei Medical University. Poet. Scholarships galore. I've also been a journalist uh, in newsprint. Academy newspaper. of Science. I, I got a copy it. editor and feature writer for Taipei Times and the China Nineteen ninety-seven. 
Got accepted in like NYU Law School. Turned it guts turned down for the United States for about seven or eight years. But before then, I spent half of my life living in other countries. I speak several languages, which come in handy. Chinese and French and Italian of living, Spanish and some Russian and Arabic. Fact-finding mission member when I was a wee lass. But now I want to be a Gaia original content producer. Look forward to talking and, and working an with all of you. I often say if I were a billionaire, I would buy Gaia and turn that into PBS. Right. So. This bobblehead is just ridiculous. <laughs> and did you notice who it is? That's right, none other than the man who will make this country great once again. Oh my God. Tagline, I'll be back in 2024. This Trumpinator bobblehead is a rare collectible. <laughs> patriots are scarfing them up like crazy. So grab yours now because they'll be gone quicker than Sleepy Joe's he must, memory. He must have read Isn't my this mind. this baby just beautiful? These are just fantastic, let me tell you. They're perfect to collect. I started to fucking read my mind. Or maybe even to give That's to a family member who loves justice. <laughs> district, district attorney, Sonny, F-A-N-I, last okay, name is Woods. Um, Miss Willis, when, how did you know to come in the courtroom right now? <laughs> so how did you know when I was pacing in my office, okay? And um, I heard someone yell, this testimony is done. Um, it only made sense to me. That I would be your next witness, and I've been very anxious to have this conversation with you today. So I ran to the courtroom. So as soon as um, you heard that Mr. Wade was done testifying, that's when you just assumed you would be the next witness. It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of the testimony? I've been in my office pacing, ma'am. Um, did you listen to any of the arguments? I did hear the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous to me that the you lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. And I did listen to that argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. All right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. Yeah. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued, but since it did, okay. here I am. Great. Um, so let's Go talk about, guilt. first let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today. Um, <laughs> did you meet with Mr. Wade at all? Once the, mo once the motion was filed, did you meet with Mr. Wade and talk to him about the motion that I filed to disqualify you? <laughs> On January, this first January motion? Yes. I don't know if you could say talked about. Um, I probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest within this motion. So I don't know that it was a conversation. As you know, Mr. Wade is a southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Okay, but my question was, did you have a conversation with him? I didn't him? have a substantive conversation. You did not. I read this motion, pinned it more so, and um, I probably said some choice things to him about some of the lies they were told. Okay. And then printed in the media because, you know, we used to be in a day and time where you had 60 minutes and people did stories and they verified information um, and you had this great reporting. But it seems today that a lawyer writes a lie and then it's printed for all of the world to see. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure that you answer the question I asked, though. So my question was... Overruled, Mr. Um, I told you what happened. I read the motion. I am sure I told him what my opinion of it is. Okay? And past that, we had no... 
substantive conversation. You did not. Is it um, something you didn't understand? No, I just wanted to make sure that, that okay. you did not have a meeting with him in the conference room to discuss the motion. All right, next question, no. Ms. So in the, in the conference room of my office, within this week, you produced some financial document. That financial document was given to me, something, and I'm not even sure it was given it to him by me or Mr. Abadi gave it to me. Um, and I think he showed me a document in our conference room. But as far as a substantive conversation, I would not have, I don't believe I've had any conversation with him that is substantive related to this. Okay. Um, I have had conversations with him um, since you filed the motion, but they wouldn't be substantive to this. He sent me a very nice uh, sermons that, that have been done. And so we've had conversations about, did you listen to that sermon? You, you know, things of that nature. And I would say they were in relationship to this because I think he did it to be kind. Um, let's start back in 2019. Yep. So um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. I think in one of your motions you tried to implicate and slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. Me and her were just having a conversation. Mr. Wade walks up, and they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to object. What kind of process when you ask a question, you can't ask any questions, how to speak, so I object to the future. I agree. Don't be able to explain my answer. Ms. Wilson, that's okay. I can handle it, Ms. Willis. I'll ask you to listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question, and keep the answers confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on uh, when the state is It's highly offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. All right, well, Ms. Wills, she'll be, have the opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's starting task more open ended questions. Ms. Merchant. Thank you, Judge. Um, so, again, my question was you all met at that conference, though, right? We did. Okay. He, as I stated, he taught the class. I did not actually meet him when he taught the class. I walked out of the class, and I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm I worked at back in 1996. We're getting way afar. I mean, I don't mind her explaining her answers, but I literally just asked if they met at that conference. Explaining how she met Mr. Wade, which is exactly the question asked by Ms. Merchant. Ms. Merchant, if you want more concise answers, perhaps you could lead the witness. I will. Thank you, Judge. Um, isn't it true that you met Mr. Wade in October 2019 at the judge's conference? We haven't gotten to the point where Ms. Willis treated as a hostile witness. I think we well, have I very Mr. much Lewis. want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be not here. Not so much that you're hostile, Ms. Willis, would be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchant's. My Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. <laughs> Okay, so we've confirmed when you met. Um, after that, isn't it true? No, I, I need to explain this, and I think I get to explain my answers. When I met him, Judge Reeves introduced us. He handed me his business card. I'm unsure if I handed him my business card, but we exchanged information. He said, if you ever need any help, give me a call. And he walked to the parking lot. Um, so after after that, 
you started dating shortly thereafter, correct? A lie. That's okay. one of your lies. Okay. Um, do you know Robin Yurdy? I know her as Robin Bryant. I, I knew her. Uh, so Robin did not go to my college. She went to the college of, uh, I went to Howard University. She went to Morgan State. Uh, I met her through some people I knew. Um, in college, we hung out a bit. Not much because she was in Baltimore and I was in Washington, D.C., um, but we hung out a bit. After college, I lost contact with her. I probably didn't see Robin again until maybe seven or eight years ago, a chance meeting here in Atlanta, but we did not have a consistent relationship from when I left college and came to Emory Law School here in Atlanta. But I, eight to ten years ago, um, just by happenstance, I ran into her. So she was in Atlanta. You have been friends with Robin for... 30-something years. Did you hear my answer, Madam? Yes. And I'm asking if you've been friends with her for 30-something years. I've known her for 30-something years. We certainly hung out and partied together in college. Um, she was from the D.C. area. She would come home. we party partied together. Uh, wasn't close, but she was certainly in the girlfriends that partied together. Um, and then, like I said, I ran into her about 10 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia. So we didn't talk throughout that time period. I didn't so see her. I didn't even know where she was. When I ran into her, I was surprised she was in Atlanta. And so, yes, I have known her probably since 1990, 1991. But we have not maintained a consistent relationship that whole time. For the last 10 years or five, whatever you'd like to classify that. Have you been friends with her? I have not spoken to Robin in um, over a year. I certainly do not consider her a friend now. Um, I think that she... You know, there's a saying, no good deed goes unpunished, and um, I think that she betrayed our friendship. So let's narrow it down the timeline now. So my questions are going to be from the time period of 2019 until she no longer was employed for you, the last time you all talked. Yeah, so all the like, next questions are just focused on that my friendship. Okay? I yes, know exactly how you feel, she left your office. Yes, ma'am. Um, during 2019, cuts. you all were friends, correct? Yes, we knew each other in 2019. During 2020, you all were friends, correct? We were, we knew, yes, we were friends during that time period. During 2021, you all were friends, correct? Yes. Okay. And such good friends that when you needed a place to stay, you asked her if you could take over the lease. That's a lie. You did not, not move into her apartment? I did, but that's not the way you characterize it is wrong. I asked if you asked if you could take over her lease. I did not ask if I could take over her lease. Did you move into her apartment? I moved into her condo in April of 21. The circumstances around that were that Robin met her husband. They wanted to move into another and separate place. She wanted to get rid of her condo. My father was living with me at the house. Because of this case and because of my stance on gangs, my life was being threatened regularly. My father urged me to leave our home. At the same time, as luck would have it, Robin wanted to give up her lease because she wanted to move in with this new man she met who eventually became her husband. And so as life circumstances worked, my dad was begging me to leave the house. He was afraid for me, afraid for his grandchildren. She wanted someone to take over her lease so that she didn't you know, have to pay a fee or get abandoned. And so I don't remember when, but probably March or April of 21, I moved in and take over her lease. And did you pay her, her or did you pay the um, leasing agent? No, I don't even know who the leasing agent was. I paid her. Did you pay her cash or did you use the card? 
Um, there were some times that I would give her cash, and there were, but mostly I paid her via cash app. That would be the most convenient thing. So I would not only give her her rent, but then like when the utilities would come in, whatever the utility was, she might be like, I need 70 bucks, I need $100, whatever it was. And um, we never had a problem with money. I, whatever she told me it was, I never asked to see a bill. I never questioned her. I just gave it to her. What, um, what percentage would you say you paid cash versus cash out? Oh, most of the, the vast majority was cash out. I, I don't know what percentage, I'm not going to guess that. The vast majority was cash app. But there would be times she would say, you know, this bill came in at 70 bucks, it was 70 bucks. Um, did you have a monthly rent amount that you paid her? I can't remember. It was fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars I can't remember what it was. And it was very, which I, I don't understand to this day. But like I said, I, I never questioned her. When did Whenever you move out? said it was, that's what I paid. When did I you move out? I abruptly moved out in February, uh, either late January or early February of 22. Of 22. Yes, February 2022, is that what you said? January, February 22. I, I believe it is January, but um, I, I paid her half the rent of February 22 is what I remember. And because um, I was offering to pay the whole rent, even though I didn't live there, I didn't think it was right. Um, and she, she, I didn't, I ended up just paying her half the rent. Um, so that's after you moved out. You said you paid her half the rent. Okay. And um, the time that you said you had to move out of your house because you were scared, um, did your dad stay there at your house? I was, my father was concerned, yes, we were both concerned. Okay. But he's, he remained there. My father was 80 years old. He was in 79. He was scared to death of COVID. He could go back to where he was. My father was an older man. Um, I wanted him to move out. We had some discussions about him moving out. And what he decided was the risk of COVID was more dangerous than the risk of the people that were threatening. Um, typical man, more worried about his daughter and his grandchildren than his own safety. Uh, we get to meet him, and you'll understand he doesn't care too easily. <laughs> so your grandkids, are his grandkids willing to have to She has been there um, close to me moving out. At this time, no one is at my house. So at some point after you moved out for, for the safety reasons, your, at least one of your children did come Ms. back. Richard, can we get to the relationship yeah. and the sure. financial yeah. um, So um, let's see, we were back at 2021. So you were still friends with Miss Yerdy then. Um, were you also friends with Mr. Bradley? Yeah. Okay, so that, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
to that too. I just really don't know the answer to that. And so I don't want to speculate as to how often that would happen. Um, but it's not out of my practice to text two people on one text message. So if you told me that happened and showed it to me, it wouldn't surprise me, although I have no recollection of it. So that would be some record of it in your phone. Or the phone record. We have some record of those texts. Um, we talk about, you know, you said that sometimes you paid Miss Dirty Cash. Um, when you that. went, I'm sorry, when you went on vacation with Mr. Wright, um, <laughs> let's, let's just go one by one. Let's, um, let's start with the first one. When's the first time you went on vacation with Mr. Wright? I think the first time we went on vacation was around April of 22. And it's a vacation, it's a stretch, but I'm trying to be comprehensive. Um, I recall April of 22, his birthday was March the 18th, um, so that would have been his 49th birthday. Um, I took him to like Tennessee for the day, I think we went to a museum, I think we might have stayed the night, I'm not sure, but I mean, uh, Tennessee is kind of hard to call a vacation, but I just keep trying to be inclusive. And it, like I said, I don't think, I know it wasn't more than a day. Um, I think that we did, that's what I'm telling you. I think that there's a possibility that we stayed that night in April of 22. Who paid for that hotel? And I did. It was his birthday. Um, and would you have used a credit card? Probably maybe a debit. What I found out what these symbols really mean, I almost stopped recycling. These tiny symbols you see on plastic containers are actually called resin identification numbers. And for decades, these three arrows pointing in a triangular loop have been the iconic symbol for recycling. You probably think that means the plastic will be recycled. But I have news for you. When I started dating Mr. Wade, it was right around then. Um, that April 20th? 22. Yeah, 22. You know, it's not like when you're in grade school and you send a little letter and it says, will you be my girlfriend and you check it. I don't know the day that we started seeing each other, but it was early 22 is my recollection. Okay, early 22. And you all went to Florida on vacation as well? I don't recall going to Florida on vacation with him. You never went to Florida with Mr. Wade? We went to, when we went to get on the cruise ship, we went to Miami. Okay, that's um, fine. So you went to Florida with him? I think we went to Miami and spent the night. That's my recollection. Okay, I think we spent one tonight. That's my recollection. Okay, I think we spent one night so that we wouldn't miss the ship. That's my recollection. I paid for that hotel. In Miami? I don't remember that. And how'd you get to Miami? We were flown. And we've done that so that I'm clear. We've done that twice. I think one time we stayed, and I honestly can't tell you, did we stay when the ship left, or did we stay when the ship came back? I also can't tell you, so there's two cruises out of Miami. There's one that's in that October time period that was with his mom, and then there was another that was a New Year's Eve trip. I know I paid for the New Year's Eve trip because the tickets were six ninety seven each, and I thought this is ridiculous that the tickets are $700 to go to Miami, but when you travel during New Year's Eve, you know, they get you. 
his credit card to buy the cruise and buy the flight. White people well, don't accept cash in my house, and I don't see stuff. cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go but when you go on a date, you have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it came out of the bank, cash is uh, fungible. We've had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of what it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. When it's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. You just put money in. It's a very good practice. I was advised to always... You can't identify when you came into the past or where it happened. How did that? Because I identify it. Nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the one sweat and tears of me. What you asked me for is yeah, what you need to know what I am trying to tell you. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house that money in my worst days has probably only been five hundred or a thousand dollars and my best days i probably had fifteen thousand dollars in my house to case cash at all times there's going to be cash in my house or wherever i'm laying my head the money that you paid to the cash in october of 2022 you don't know where that money came from i do know where it came from it came from my years. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So it could have come from a, a private job because before I worked in I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period. You know, you could have, what do you mean I don't know where it came from? 
I understand the situation. We can move on. Okay, thanks. Um, same with Ariba. You don't know where that test came from either, right? Ma'am, you have mischaracterized my testimony greatly. Um, I'm not going to allow you to mischaracterize my testimony. I know that I keep money in my house. The amounts of money I gave Mr. Wade, it was never that serious. I don't think I've ever handed him more than $2,500 in a reimbursement. So we're not talking about $20,000 in cash. I don't have $20,000 in cash right now. So most I ever gave him, I know I gave him $2,500 when we went to Belize. Because we went to one um, hotel and then we went to a second hotel. That $2,500 I actually gave him while we were still in Belize. I know that the Aruba trip, the one that you described with his mom, I think I gave him about $2,000 for that trip for like total. His mom uh, went to Aruba with you? The Aruba trip. So I consider that to be one trip. But we got off of a cruise ship and then we went to Aruba, which is why I cannot remember Aruba, is that the time Jamaica, that we had to spend in Miami and wait for the flight for Aruba. So I consider that one trip that we didn't like come back to Atlanta and we went. We flew down to Miami. We got on a cruise ship. We spent a couple of days with his mom. We came back to Miami. 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 We the location of my child. Um, so, Jesus how many times did you go with Mr. Wade to California? None of your fucking business. And you are in Napa Valley, and he paid for the plane tickets in the hotel. How about none of your fucking business? <laughs> um, and what did you pay for him? Actually? None of your fucking. I gave him much less cash that time. Actually, I four or five hundred dollars, and then I paid Suck for it. Uh, spin, bitch. Stuff. I think we did. None of your fucking business. Wine. Fucking businesses of yours that you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, really, it's none him. of your fucking he likes business. Wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like great To be honest with you, it's um, none of your fucking business. I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there. And the shipping I, that I you do, I, I can't wine? remember how many, like four or five. But really, it's none of your fucking business. I remember we went to, um, <laughs> to this place that they do carry. Um, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. So they would pair, uh, they would pair, uh, Tell you our real trips. In October, we went with uh, 
We went on the cruise with his mom. We got back from the cruise with And numerous. I Exclamation that one point. Trip. Second trip. New Year's Eve, we went on a cruise to the Bahamas. That's the second trip. I'm going to make sure I get this right. Third trip. 100% on me. I think he might have spent $200 on that some. entire trip. Uh, we went to Belize. That was my trip. That was, you know, his 50th. And then Napa. Exclamation point. Valley. We went around May. I don't know the dates, but it seems to me like. It was close to Mother's Day. And those are the only trips. Um, and so that the record Jamaica. is complete. I can remember one time driving. to where were we? South Carolina and we met my sister for lunch with her man. Um totally deserve that, it. I don't know. But we didn't stay the night there, but I guess people would consider that a trip if you drive somewhere and you come back. That was insane because it was like five hours to drive. We ate lunch and we drove right back. Um I can remember judges driving to some little town in Georgia. I don't even know where I was. Um, I had never been Their there before family. or after. There's some boat you can get on over to, and they're like a slave Those thing. Election. Give anyone any reference? We didn't do that. Um, I remember My going treat. back. My I remember treat. driving one time to Charlotte. We had lunch with one of my very close girlfriends. And again, we drove to Charlotte. <laughs> Met my girlfriend for lunch and drove right back. So that's a trip. We didn't stay the night there, but I just want to be complete in my testimony. We drove someplace, Nathan, had lunch, drove back. Um, Time she asked me a question, I would just say I something. I don't remember another driving someplace just. for um, lunch and coming back to Charlotte to see a girlfriend to meet my <laughs> sister uh, in South Carolina. We went by ourselves when I told you that was for relevance. Relevance. For, for relevance.
Just object one after. We could have driven someplace else and Relevance. had lunch and came back. Exclamation point. That's all that comes <laughs> to my recollection right now. There could have been another place we drove and had lunch. My um, security team was very clear to me. I'm not to be out and about in Atlanta without them. And so for me to do something. If just very normal that a normal person would get to do, they weren't prosecuting this case. I got to drive four hours to do it. And that's what I was going to ask you. Your security detail, did they take you to and from your house? They take. Well, so I haven't been able to enjoy my home. Condo, I'm sorry. In March of... Where are you In the pulpit. Yeah. So they take you to and from where you lay your head. Ninety-nine percent of the time. Would they take Mr. Wade to and from wherever you laid your head? That is never in the history of ever happen ever okay your security team has never taken him to, from my house that's a lie I'm that's another if they've ever taken him anywhere. and i'm telling you that that's never happened so your security team has never taken my mr. Wade security anywhere. team has never taken mr wade from any place where i have lived and brought him here never not once not ever have they ever taken the two of you together to where anywhere well, we've left this building and um for gone to lunch, but I go to lunch so rarely that that is a very rare occasion. I am sure, and let me be clear, it wouldn't just be Mr. Wade. So I'm sure my security team has taken me to lunch. been a time I've left here seven o'clock going to get something to eat and I don't even know that they would have taken him or if he would have driven himself but they've taken me to do that but we're talking very few very far in between most days I don't even eat lunch and when I do it's because my assistant has heated up some bag something and I, I eat through meetings and eat in my office it's not a practice of mine to go to lunch during the time period that you were dating would your security team ever take you two together anywhere no never if there was a lunch that occurred that I just described if there was a meal that I occurred that I just described anything outside of that and it needs to be very clear not often once, twice, because I want to be uh, over-inclusive, I'm saying once Probably or twice. Swatted. I'm not certain that it happened, but I'd rather be over-inclusive with you. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records. Or flights that you may have taken when Mr. Wade. Well, no, 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 look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives you're confused you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020 i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial so
question was, do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's not something to do with a witness. Okay, um, you have to file as part of your job something called the Income and Financial Disclosure Report, correct? That's correct. And you filed your first one. So you filed two today, is that right? Is it two or three? I probably would have filed 21, 22. And maybe I haven't filed 23 yet, because isn't it due like June of the next year? April, I believe. So you filed, let's see, you filed your first one, it looks like April. Fifteenth, twenty twenty-two, and your second one, um, April seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Does that sound familiar? That I don't remember the dates, but you're an officer of the court. I'm gonna hope you're telling the truth now. May I may I approach the witness? You may. Thank you. Um, I already gave the state a copy. She's exhibit twenty and twenty-one. Can somebody bring me some? Yeah. <laughs> Guys are getting a little old. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Those are the ones that you filed. This def this looks like for sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Should we move to admit twenty and twenty one? I think you need to delineate which ones. Which, which twenty ones when. is twenty twenty one, so it, it accounts for the time period, Your Honor, January the first, twenty one through December the thirty first, twenty twenty one. That is Defendant's Exhibit twenty. Um, Defendant's <coughs> Exhibit twenty twenty one. It accounts for the time period, January the first, twenty twenty two, through December the first of twenty twenty two. All right. Any objection to exhibits twenty and twenty one? Nope. <coughs> Sorry. From other counsel. Admitted without objection. Yeah. Um, when did your relationship, your personal relationship with Mr. Wade end? Our personal relationship ended in um, this year. So let's be let's be very clear so that we don't mix words. I, I don't want to mix words in here. Mr. Wade is my friend right now. Um, Mr. Wade, I would say, has been my friend since 2020. I think he started out as like a mentor and a professional colleague. Um, he became my friend and somebody that I, I really respected. Um, I feel very indebted to Mr. Wade uh, for taking on the task of this job. And um, he is certainly my friend and one of the people that I respect the most. Um, so if you ask about a personal relationship, I consider myself to have a personal relationship right now, Mr. Wade. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Anna Cross. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Mr. Abadi. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Andrew Evans. Okay, let me just so clarify that. I have a personal relationship with him as we speak right now. A romantic I don't think that's what you're asking. I think that's what you're asking. When did your romantic relationship with Mr. Wade end? None of your fucking My business. Me and Mr. Wade... Um, what we are good friends. Uh, my respect for him has grown over these seven weeks of attacks. Uh, we are very good friends. 
I think, but for these attacks, it would have been a friendship that as life goes, he would have stopped having. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have cemented that we'll be friends to the day we die. I'm can handle this, say that. Let's have a, she asked about a personal relationship. She asked when the romantic relationship ended. Message of friendship and supports two. Bonnie Willis. <laughs> My main takeaway 30 minutes into this is that I don't take enough vacations and cruises. Shit, these people work so hard. It's there's a life on the line. It's like a war zone. Not an easy job. It's fucking worst. Worst possible job ever. <laughs> So do my editors. Funny, dear, you are a national hero. Thank you for your service. Sorry, diaper Donald death threats. Death threats are so terrible and numerous. How about filing to put him in jail? pre-trial incarceration threatening everybody including including you and all the judges except canon and all the prosecutors why don't you file to help marvin bragg call out uh i mean that's Baseball bat, uh, uh, bat to the head was obvious incitement to violence toward an elected official. It's pretty much the textbook definition. Legal definition of textbook, very legal textbook definition.
domestic terrorism, wasn't it? By the way, sweetie, I'll be your, I'll be your girlfriend. Replace my girlfriend. I have an ex-friend who betrayed me too. Fucking. She got me swatted, lied to police, and all my animals were taken away. By, by, bad, by fucking bad apples. Police brutality. Present me, uh, pro bono. Can you, please? Question mark. Represent me. Against corrupt police. And I'm running for sheriff. Black community would benefit comma When I'm president, I will invite you and the rest of the recipients of my newly formed Camelot Prize based on the spirit of JFK profiles and courage. Thank you for your service and pro in protecting and defending our democracy. When I'm president, the award ceremony will be held on a Mississippi boat and all the, like, like Mark Twain. Mark Twain. And all the Midas Touch lawyers and awesome prosecutors like you, judges, their family workers, those those poor election workers, those poor fucking, poor election workers, oh my god, on a trip down to the Florida Keys in Jamaica, y'all totally deserve it, my treat. I will literally pay for it out of my salary. As president, period. <laughs>
Now I know, now I know who he is. Get a prize as well. Exclamation point. Hey, girlfriend, if I were you each time. <laughs> Fucking whore. <laughs> What business is it of yours? <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> what business is it of yours? Over and over again. <laughs> I'd have my lawyer constantly object, constantly, constantly, constantly relevance. <laughs> Just a yes or no. What excellent performance, my dear. May God, uh, it was uh, fun to watch. A legal, brilliant legal mind. Like yours at work. Period. Work. Period. paid <laughs> running for sheriff Mark smiley face. Welcome back. Welcome in. Bienvenidos todos. Como esta mi familia, mi familia. Bueno. Anyway, um, <clears throat> 
Thanks for, what is it, 336k? Um, officially a third of a million um, listeners on this podcast. So thanks for that, law enforcement. No, that's all it is. <laughs> anyway, let's see what's up with Modest Touch. See if Diaper Donald's gone to fucking prison yet. No. But uh, so it's like uh, watching a car crash in reverse. <laughs> Slow motion reverse. It's like, when the fuck is this? <laughs> um, I accidentally just liked a James Taylor song. I'm not into that. Here's something that's very inspirational. When you're back up for greatness, can't nobody stop you. Can't nobody get in your way. The devil's a liar. Thank you. Thanks for the words of wisdom. Um, make the hood smile. And I um, kind of screwed up. I made it this video. Oh, yeah. I'm this would be a dream job for me as I'm a passionate consumer of all of Gaia's programming. In fact, I've got three quarters hits and subscribers to all my content on my podcast. Three quarters of a million. Politics AF. I meant one third. And I put like 24 hour compilations of all the latest breaking news, Midas Touch. I consider it a form of public service. And besides politics, I'm running for president and sheriff in Tucson, Arizona. My other great Go, passion uh, is archaeology and ancient history. And I've listened to probably a couple thousand Gaia shows. That's me playing guitar in the background. I do, uh, on my podcast, I do some commentary. I, I, um, I've actually contacted Graham Hancock and we befriended can make each other soundtracks. As, as well as Dylan Carson. And I follow Regina and David Wilcox and all the, all the great. And one of the things I would propose as an, an original content producer is please let me be uh, Graham Hancock's let assistant. Let me be. Or, and or a group of Gaia experts that go around the world and they put their heads together and brainstorm about solutions to, you know, answers to questions that come up about these ancient, ancient sites like Gobekli Tepe. And I congratulate, hats off, hats off to Graham Hancock for discovering civilizations off the coast of Japan and India. It's a very exciting time in archaeology and learning about our ancient hi human history. I've been involved in education. I'm an award-winning teacher and scholar. <clears throat> and comic Oxford, and Berkeley, musician. Taipei Medical University. Poet. Scholarships galore. I've also been a journalist uh, in newsprint. Academy newspaper. of Science. I, I got a copy it. editor and feature writer for Taipei Times and the China Post. 1997. Community page editor. 
Got accepted in like NYU Law School. Turned it, got to turn it down for the United States for about seven or eight years. But before then, I spent half of my life living in other countries. I speak several languages. And it was infinitely come in handy. Chinese and French and Italian of living. Spanish and some Russian and Arabic. I wanted to be a fact-finding mission member when I was a wee lass. But now I want to be a Gaia original content producer. Look forward to talking and, and working an with all of you. I often say if I were a billionaire, I would buy Gaia and turn that into PBS. Right. So. This bobblehead is just ridiculous. <laughs> and did you notice who it is? That's right, none other than the man who will make this country great once again. Oh my God. Tagline, I'll be back in 2024. This Trumpinator bobblehead is a rare collectible. <laughs> Patriots are scarfing them up like crazy. So grab yours now because they'll be gone quicker than Sleepy Joe's he must, memory. He must have read Isn't my this mind. this baby just beautiful? These are just fantastic, let me tell you. They're perfect to collect. I started to fucking read my mind. Or maybe even to get That's to fucking friend scary. Family member who loves <laughs> District, District Attorney, Sonny, F-A-N-I, last okay, night. Defiant testimony in standing uh, court. Willis, when, how did you know to come in the courtroom right now? <laughs> so how did you know when I was pacing in my office? Okay. And um, I heard someone yell, his testimony is done. Um, it only made sense to me. That I would be your next witness, and I've been very anxious to have this conversation with you today. So I ran to the courtroom. So as soon as um, you heard that Mr. Wade was done testifying, that's when you just assumed you would be the next witness. It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of the testimony? I've been in my office pacing, ma'am. Um, did you listen to any arguments? I did hear the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous to me that the you lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. And I did listen to that argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. All right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. Yeah. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued, but since it did, okay. here I am. Great. Um, so let's Go talk about, guilt. first let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today. Um, <clears throat> did you meet with Mr. Wade at all? Once the, mo once the motion was filed, did you meet with Mr. Wade and talk to him about the motion that I filed to disqualify you? <laughs> On January, this first January motion? Yes. I don't know if you could say talked about. Um, I probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest within this motion. So I don't know that it was a conversation. As you know, Mr. Wade is a southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Okay, but my question was, did you have a conversation with him? I didn't him? have a substantive conversation. You did not. I read this motion, pinned it more so, and um, I probably said some choice things to him about some of the lies they were told. Okay. And then printed in the media because, you know, we used to be in a day and time where you had 60 minutes and people did stories and they verified information um, and you had this great reporting. But it seems today that a lawyer writes a lie and then it's printed for all of the world to see. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure that you answer the question I asked, though. So my question was... Um, I told you what happened. I read the motion. I am sure I told him what my opinion of it is. Okay? And past that, we had no... 
substantive conversation. You did not. Is it um, something you didn't understand? No, I just wanted to make sure that, that okay. you did not have a meeting with him in the conference room to discuss the motion. All right, next question, no. Ms. So in the, in the conference room of my office, within this week, you produced some financial document. That financial document was given to me, something, and I'm not even sure it was given it to him by me or Mr. Abadi gave it to me. Um, and I think he showed me a document in our conference room. But as far as a substantive conversation, I would not have... I don't believe I've had any conversation with him that is substantive related to this. Okay. Um, I have had conversations with him um, since you filed the motion, but they wouldn't be substantive to this. He sent me uh, very nice uh, sermons that, that have been done. And so we've had conversations about, did you listen to that sermon? You, you know, things of that nature. And I would say they were in relationship to this because I think he did it to be kind. Um, let's start back in 2019. Yep. So, um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. I think in one of your motions you tried to implicate and slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. Me and her were just having a conversation. Mr. Wade walks up, and they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to object. What kind of process when you ask a question? You can't ask me a question. How to speak, so I object to the teacher. I agree. Don't be able to explain my answers. Ms. Merchant, that's okay. I can handle it. Ms. Willis, I'll ask you to listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question, and keep the answers confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on... Uh, when the state is well, it's highly offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they the try judge. to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. All right. Well, Ms. Wills, she'll be, have the opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's turn to ask more open-ended questions. Ms. Merchant. Thank you, Judge. Um, so, again, my question was, you all met at that conference, though, right? We did. But okay. He, as I stated, he taught the class. I did not actually meet him when he taught the class. I walked out of the class. And I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm I worked at back in 1996. We're getting way afar. I mean, I don't mind her explaining her answers, but I literally just asked if they met at that conference. Explaining how she met Mr. Wade, which is exactly the question asked by Ms. Merchant. It was answers are more than appropriate. Um, Ms. Merchant, if you want more concise answers, Perhaps you could lead the witness. I will. Thank you, Judge. Um, isn't it true that you met Mr. Wade in October 2019 at the judge's conference? I think we well, I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be not here. Not so much that you're hostile, Ms. Wills, to be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchant's. My merchant's interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. <laughs> Okay, so we've confirmed when you met. Um, after that, isn't it true? No, I, I need to explain this, and I think I get to explain my answers. When I met him, Judge Reeves introduced us. He handed me his business card. I'm unsure if I handed him my business card, but we exchanged information. He said, if you ever need any help, give me a call. And he walked to the parking lot. Um, so after after that, 
you started dating shortly thereafter, correct? A lie. That's okay. one of your lies. Okay. Um, do you know Robin Yerdy? I know her as Robin Bryant. I, I knew her. Uh, so Robin did not go to my college. She went to the college of, uh, I went to Howard University. She went to Morgan State. Uh, I met her through some people I knew. Um, in college, we hung out a bit. Not much because she was in Baltimore and I was in Washington, D.C., um, but we hung out a bit. After college, I lost contact with her. I probably didn't see Robin again until maybe seven or eight years ago, a chance meeting here in Atlanta, but we did not have a consistent relationship from when I left college and came to Emory Law School here in Atlanta. But I, eight to ten years ago, um, just by happenstance, I ran into her. So she was in Atlanta. You have been friends with Robin for... 30-something years. Did you hear my answer, madam? Yes. And I'm asking if you've been friends with her for 30-something years. I've known her for 30-something years. We certainly hung out and partied together in college. Um, she was from the D.C. area. She would come home. we partied party together. Uh, wasn't close, but she was certainly in the girlfriends that party together. Um, and then, like I said, I ran into her about 10 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia. So we didn't talk throughout that time period. I didn't see her. I didn't even know where she was. When I ran into her, I was surprised she was in Atlanta. And so, yes, I have known her probably since 1990, 1991. But we have not maintained a consistent relationship that whole time. For the last 10 years or five, whatever you'd like to classify that. Have you been friends with her? I have not spoken to Robin in um, over a year. I certainly do not consider her a friend now. Um, I think that she... You know, there's a saying, no good deed goes unpunished, and um, I think that she betrayed our friendship. So let's narrow it down the timeline now. So my questions are going to be from the time period of 2019 until she no longer was employed for you, the last time you all talked. Yeah, so all Beth, the next questions are just focused on that time frame, okay? I yes, know exactly how you feel, she left your office. Yes, ma'am. Um, during 2019, cut. you all were friends, correct? Yes, we knew each other in 2019. During 2020, you all were friends, correct? We knew, we knew, yes, we were friends during that time period. During 2021, you all were friends, correct? Yes. Okay. And such good friends that when you needed a place to stay, you asked her if you could take over her lease. That's a lie. You did not, not move into her apartment? I did, but that's not the way you characterize it is wrong. I asked if you asked if you could take over her lease. I did not ask if I could take over her lease. Did you move into her apartment? I moved into her condo in April of 21. The circumstances around that were that Robin met her husband. They wanted to move into another and separate place. She wanted to get rid of her condo. My father was living with me at the house. Because of this case and because of my stance on gangs, my life was being threatened regularly. My father urged me to leave our home. At the same time, as luck would have it, Robin wanted to give up her lease because she wanted to move in with this new man she met, who eventually became her husband. And so, as life circumstances worked, my dad was begging me to leave the house. He was afraid for me, afraid for his grandchildren. She wanted someone to take over her lease so that she didn't you know, have to pay a fee or get abandoned. And so, I don't remember when, but probably March or April of 21, I moved in and take over her lease. And did you pay her or did you pay the um, leasing agent? God, I don't even know who the leasing agent was. I paid her. Did you pay her cash or did you use the card? 
there were some times that I would give her cash, and there were, but mostly I paid her via cash app. That would be the most convenient thing. So I would not only give her her rent, but then like when the utilities would come in, whatever the utility was, she might be like, I need 70 bucks, I need $100, whatever it was. And um, we never had a problem with money. I, whatever she told me it was, I never asked to see a bill. I never questioned her. I just gave it to her. What, um, what percentage would you say you paid cash versus cash out? Oh, most of the vast majority was cash out. I, I don't know what percentage, I'm not going to guess that. The vast majority was cash out. But there would be times she would say, you know, this bill came in at 70 bucks, it was 70 bucks. Um, did you have a monthly rent amount that you paid her? I can't remember. It was $1,400, $1,500. I can't remember what it was. And it was very, which I, I don't understand to this day. But like I said, I, I never questioned her. When did Whenever you move out? said it was. That's what I paid. When did I you move out? I abruptly moved out in February, uh, either late January or early February of 22. Of 22. Yes, February 2022, is that what you said? January, February 22. I, I believe it is January, but um, I, I paid her half the rent of February 22 is what I remember. And because um, I was offering to pay the whole rent, even though I didn't live there, I didn't think it was right. Um, and she, she, I didn't, I ended up just paying her half the rent. Um, so that's after you moved out. You said you paid her half the rent. Okay. And um, the time that you said you had to move out of your house because you were scared, um, did your dad stay there at your house? I was, my father was concerned, yes, we were both concerned. Okay. But he's, he remained there. My father was 80 years old. He was in 79. He was scared to death of COVID. We could go back to where he was. My father was an older man. Um, I wanted him to move out. We had some discussions about him moving out. And what he decided was the risk of COVID was more dangerous than the risk of the people that were threatening. Um, typical man, more worried about his daughter and his grandchildren than his own safety. Uh, we'll get to meet him, and you'll understand he doesn't care too easily. <laughs> so your grandkids, are his grandkids willing to have to She has been there um, post me moving out. At this time, no one is at my house. So at some point after you moved out for, for the safety reasons, at least one of your children did come Mr. back. Can we get to the relationship yeah. and the sure. financial benefit? Yeah. Um, so um, let's see, we were back at 2021. So you were still friends with Miss Yerdy then. Um, were you also friends with Mr. Bradley?
which credit card to buy the cruise and buy the flight. Right? I have no idea how he paid for it. Oh, oh, if it's a credit card, if it's a debit card, a certain agent calls his uh, cruise agent. You know, like how many people have a cruise agent? He calls his cruise agent, tells them where they want to go. They tell him what's for. You have to remember, he didn't just pay for that initial was me, him, and his mother. People so don't accept cash in my house, and I don't keep stuff. cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, that cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it came out of the bank, cash is uh, fungible. We had cash for years in my house, so for me to tell you the source of what it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get fifty dollars, you throw it in there. When it's been my whole life, when took out a large amount of money on my first campaign. I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. You just put money in it. It's a very good practice. I was advised to always, you can't identify when you came into the cash or where the cash came from. I didn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is yeah, one What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and I, no, 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 it's important. You said, where did the money come from? And I need to tell you where the money came from. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or or $1,000. And my best days, I probably had $15,000 in my house of cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid, the cash in October of 2022, do you know where that money came from? I do know where it came from. It came from my father's years. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So it could have come from a, a private job because before I worked in I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period. So you know, could have, what do you mean I don't know where it came from? 
I understand the situation. We can move on. Okay, thanks. Um, same with Aruba. You don't know where that text came from either, right? Ma'am, you have mischaracterized my testimony greatly. Um, I'm not going to allow you to mischaracterize my testimony. I know that I keep money in my house. The amounts of money I gave Mr. Wade, it was never that serious. I don't think I've ever handed him more than $2,500 in a reimbursement. So we're not talking about $20,000 in cash. I don't have $20,000 in cash right now. So most I ever gave him, I know I gave him $2,500 when we went to Belize. Because we went to one um, hotel and then we went to a second hotel. That $2,500 I actually gave him while we were still in Belize. I know that the Aruba trip, the one that you described with his mom, I think I gave him about $2,000 for that trip for like total. His mom went to Aruba with you? The Aruba trip. So I consider that to be one trip. But we got off of a cruise ship and then we went to Aruba, which is why I cannot remember is that the time that we had to stay in Miami and wait for the flight for Aruba. So I consider that one trip that we didn't like come back to Atlanta and leave. We went, we flew down to Miami, we got on a cruise ship, we spent a couple of days with his mama, we came back to Miami, and we came back to Miami, either one day or the next day, we flew to Aruba, we spent a few days in Aruba, and we came back. That was really one trip, though. Even though we went two places, it was one trip. You have a nice time um, so let's talk about the California trip. Um, is that when you were moving your daughter out to California? When you all went, or did you have two trips to California? Your daughter doesn't live in California. Did she ever live in California? I'm not discussing the location of my child. Um, so <laughs> how many times did you go with Mr. Wade to California? Once. Your fucking business. And you all stayed in Napa Valley and he paid for the plane tickets in the hotel? How about none of your fucking business? <laughs> um, and what did you pay for on that trip? None of your fucking business. I gave him much less cash business, that time. Actually. I four or five hundred dollars. And then I paid Suck for uh, Sit and spin, bitch. Stuff. I think we did. None of your fucking business. Wine. Fucking businesses that of yours. That you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, really, it's none him. of your fucking business. He likes business. wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like great To be honest with you, it's um, none of your fucking business. I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there. And the shipping that you did. I can't remember how much. Like four or five. But really, it's none of your fucking business. I remember we went to, um, <laughs> to this place that they do carry. Uh, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. So they would pair, uh, they would pair, uh, Champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three, and it was like three different things. Three different Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for. I paid for that. It paid for a store in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think none of your fucking beans. I might have took like seven hundred and fifty dollars in cash. That's where we decided to go. And then I, I a little trip, you know. I don't need nothing else. When I travel, I always take cash. Um, Aruba, and it's the cash Jamaica, that you keep in your house, or you keep it at the condo that you go living in. So at that point, it wouldn't be at my house, and I'm sorry if I was Key not clear. You the money would be it, wherever sweetie. I laid my head. So I wouldn't leave the money at the house. So if I was unclear, no, money's going to be where I stay. How much did you pay for your trip to Panama? To where? Panama, I believe. I didn't go to may Panama. Have to, I may have the location wrong. Why I never went to Panama. I went to Panama with his frat brother. I went to Panama with his frat brother. Sorry so for the fucking death threats. You're getting from diaper donald. So let me tell you our real trip. In October, we went with uh, 
We went on the cruise with his mom. We got back from the cruise with And mom went to Aruba. I Exclamation that one point. Trip. Second trip. New Year's Eve, we went on a cruise to the Bahamas. That's the second trip. I'm going to make sure I get this right. Third trip. 100% on me. I think he might have spent $200 on that some... entire trip. Uh, we went to Belize. That was my trip. That was, you know, his 50th. And then Napa. Exclamation point. Valley. We went around May. I don't know the dates, but it seems to me like. It was close to Mother's Day. And those are the only trips. Um, and so that the record Jamaica. is complete. I can remember one time driving. to where were we? South Carolina and we met my sister for lunch with her man. Um we totally deserve that, it. I don't know. But we didn't stay the night there, but I guess people would consider that a trip if you drive somewhere and you come back. That was insane because it was like five hours to drive. We ate lunch and we drove right back. Um I can remember judges driving to some little town in Georgia. I don't even know where I was. Um, I had never been Their there before family. after. There's some boat you can get on over to, and they're like a slave Those elections. Give anyone any reference? We didn't do that. Um, I remember My going treat. back. My I remember treat. driving one time to Charlotte. We had lunch with one of my very close girlfriends. And again, we drove to Charlotte, <laughs> met my girlfriend for lunch, and drove right back. So that's a trip. We didn't stay the night there, but I just want to be complete in my testimony. We drove someplace, Nathan, had lunch, drove back. Um, time she asked me a question, I would just say I something. I don't remember another driving someplace just. for um, lunch and coming back to Charlotte to see a girlfriend to meet my <laughs> sister uh, in South Carolina. We went by ourselves when I told you that was for relevance. Relevance. For, for relevance.
Just object one after. We could have driven someplace else and Relevance. had lunch and came back. Exclamation point. That's all that comes <laughs> to my recollection right now. There could have been another place we drove and had lunch. My um, security team was very clear to me. I'm not to be out and about in Atlanta without them. And so for me to do something. If and just very normal that a normal person would get to do, they weren't prosecuting this case. I got to drive four hours to do it. And that's what I was going to ask you. Your security detail, did they take you to and from your house? They take. Well, so I haven't been able to enjoy my home. Condo, I'm sorry. In March of... Where are you In the pulpit. Okay, so they take you to and from where you lay your head. Ninety-nine percent of the time. Would they take Mr. Wade to and from wherever you laid your head? That has never in the history of ever happened. Ever, okay? Your security team has never taken him to, from my house? That's a lie. I'm that's asking another, if they've ever taken him anywhere. And I'm telling you that that's never happened. So your security team has never taken my Mr. Wade security anywhere. team has never taken Mr. Wade from any place where I have lived and brought him here. Never, not once, not ever. Have they ever taken the two of you together? To where? Anywhere. Well, we've left this building and um, for gone to lunch, but I go to lunch so rarely that that is a very rare occasion. I am sure. And let me be clear, it wouldn't just be Mr. Wade. So I'm sure my security team has taken me to lunch. Probably been a time I've left here, seven o'clock, gone to get something to eat. And I don't even know that they would have taken him or if he would have driven himself, but They've taken me to do that, but we're talking very few, very far in between. Most days I don't even eat lunch, and when I do, it's because my assistant has heated up some bag, something, and I, I eat through meetings and eat in my office. It's not a practice of mine to go to lunch. During the time period that you were dating, would your security team ever take you two together anywhere? No. Never? If there was a lunch that occurred that I just described, if there was a meal that occurred that I just described, anything outside of that, and it needs to be very clear, not often, once, twice, because I want to be uh, over-inclusive, I'm saying once or twice. I'm not certain that it happened, but I'd rather be over-inclusive with you. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records. Or flights that you may have taken when Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So.
question was, do you have any problems? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any problems. That's problem. not something to do with a witness. Okay, um, you have to file as part of your job something called the Income and Financial Disclosure Report, correct? That's correct. And you filed your first one. So you filed two today, is that right? Is it two or three? I probably would have filed 21, 22. And maybe I haven't filed 23 yet, because isn't it due like June of the next year? April, I believe. So you filed, let's see, you filed your first one, it looks like April... Fifteenth, twenty twenty-two, and your second one, um, April seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Does that sound familiar? That I don't remember the dates, but you're an officer of the court. I'm gonna hope you're telling the truth now. May I may I approach the witness? You may. Thank you. Um, I already gave the state a copy. She's exhibit twenty and twenty-one. Can somebody bring me some? Yeah. <laughs> Guys are getting a little old. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Those are the ones that you filed. This this looks like. For sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Should we move to admit twenty and twenty one? I think you need to delineate which ones. Which, which twenty ones is twenty twenty one, so it, it accounts for the time period, Your Honor, January the first, twenty one through December the thirty first, twenty twenty one. That is Defendant's Exhibit twenty. Um, Defendant's <coughs> Exhibit twenty twenty one. It accounts for the time period, January the first, twenty twenty two, through December the first of twenty twenty two. All right. Any objection to exhibits twenty and twenty one? Nope. <coughs> Sorry. From other counsel. Admitted without objection. Yeah. Um, when did your relationship, your personal relationship with Mr. Wade end? Our personal relationship ended in um, this year. So let's be let's be very clear so that we don't mix words. I, I don't want to mix words in here. Mr. Wade is my friend right now. Um, Mr. Wade, I would say, has been my friend since 2020. I think he started out as like a mentor and a professional colleague. Um, he became my friend and somebody that I, I really respected. Um, I feel very indebted to Mr. Wade uh, for taking on the task of this job. And um, he is certainly my friend and one of the people that I respect the most. Um, so if you ask about a personal relationship, I consider myself to have a personal relationship right now, Mr. Wade. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Anna Cross. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Mr. Abadi. Mm -hmm. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Andrew Evans. Okay, let me just so clarify that. I have a personal relationship with him as we speak right now. A romantic I don't think that's what you're asking. I think that's what you're asking. When did your romantic relationship with Mr. Wade end? None of your fucking My business. Me and Mr. Wade... Um, what we are good friends. Uh, my respect for him has grown over these seven weeks of attacks. Uh, we are very good friends. 
I think, but for these attacks, it would have been a friendship that as life goes, he would have stopped having. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have seen minute that we'll be friends to the day we die. I'm fucking here to let's say that. Let's have she a, asked about a personal relationship. Yes, when the romantic relationship ended. Message of friendship and supports to Bonnie Willis. <laughs> My main takeaway 30 minutes into this is that I don't take enough vacations and cruises. Shit, these people work so hard. It's, it's life on the line. It's like a war zone. Not an easy job. It's fucking worst. Worst possible job ever. <laughs> Funny, dear, you are a national hero. Thank you for your service. Sorry, diaper Donald. Death threats. Death threats are so terrible and numerous. How about filing to put him in jail? pre-trial incarceration threatening everybody including including you and all the judges except canon and all the prosecutors why don't you file to help marvin bragg call out uh i mean that's Baseball bat, uh, uh, bat to the head was obvious incitement to violence toward an elected official. It's pretty much the textbook definition. Legal definition of textbook. Very legal textbook definition.
must have terrorism, wasn't it? By the way, sweetie, I'll be your I'll be your girlfriend. Replace my girlfriend. I have an ex friend who betrayed me too. Fucking She got me swatted, lied to police, and all my animals were taken away. By, by bad by fucking bad apples. Police brutality. Present me, uh, pro bono. Can you, please? Question mark. Represent me. Against corrupt police. And I'm running for sheriff. Black community would benefit comma. When I'm president, I will invite you and the rest of the recipients of my newly formed Camelot Prize based on the spirit of JFK profiles and courage. Thank you for your service and pro in protecting and defending our democracy. When I'm president, the award ceremony will be held on a Mississippi boat and all the, like, like Mark Twain. Mark Twain. And all the mightiest touch lawyers and awesome prosecutors like you, judges, their family workers, those those poor election workers. Those poor fucking poor election workers. Oh my god. On a trip down to the Florida Keys in Jamaica. Y'all totally deserve it. My treat. I will literally pay for it out of my salary. As president, period. 
Now I know. Now I know who he is. Get a prize as well. Exclamation point. Hey, girlfriend, if I were you each time. <laughs> Fucking whore. <laughs> What business is it of yours? <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> what business is it of yours? Over and over again. <laughs> I'd have my lawyer constantly object, constantly, constantly, constantly relevant. <laughs> Just a yes or no. What excellent performance, my dear. May God, uh, it was uh, fun to watch. A legal, brilliant legal mind. Like yours at work. Period. Work. Period. paid <laughs> running for sheriff Mark smiley face. <laughs>